Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to this isn't a moped podcast we're not back yet uh we're still on the baker's wrap-up tour because uh we've got our co-host back hey guys it's cowboy yeah yeah and um basically okay let me let me just kind of sum up why you haven't heard from me our cowboy for about 10 days now um because it's true baker's is a grueling testament it's for me and cowboy can chime in like it wasn't the fit I didn't feel pain. Like I was like, I, it was the mental grind as a, and the physical exhaustion, but like my butt didn't hurt. My back didn't hurt. Like I was good on that. Maybe, maybe I'm just a weird person, but like it was, it was the mental anguish behind everything. That, and during the hard times, I was still smiling and loving every moment of it. I don't know. What do you think, cowboy? I think results vary uh, person to person, <laughs> for sure. I saw a full spectrum from elation to desperation to happiness to anguish. Uh, people were all over the place emotionally, man. I saw every, yeah. every shade of, of feeling you could feel, man. It was it was quite the journey. That is so true. That is so true. And I'm just saying, like, it it was it was the it was everything all in once it was the greatest and worst time of my life and i tell people that whenever like <laughs> but like i want to do it next year like that hasn't changed at all and like i've been riding since i got home last wednesday i think i got home i don't know like it's still time is still not real to me like <laughs> we, got, we got back on monday we were back by monday i think we got yeah. home sunday night okay yeah i got home last week but we're already talking about getting home. We're going to talk about um, Baker's Dozen. Um, I, I just, we left off in... Let me pull up my photos here. Yep. We, I believe... we we Did we record at Craters of the Moon? No, we did not. We... Um, okay. We left off at um, Yellowstone. And... Okay. We can, what's do you want to go back to anything because i feel like we i i almost feel like we should go back through the whole gamut of everything because like yeah, I yeah have the it, listeners want to know where we you know what where the story left off they've been dying to know we've been keeping yep, waiting this is true and like i just okay leaving we let so leaving yellowstone like and i can't thank uh treatland and benji enough because i think i think we did mention this um they ended up overnighting parts to everybody yes we paid people so don't think they gave it to us but like they did overnight (laughs) parts to us to jackson wyoming jackson yeah um and we might have touched on that in the last podcast but know what i don't care i love those people they are so good to us and good to me um is there shout anything? Out to, shout out to the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar. Uh, yes. The, yeah, we went. We went into town, man. We went and got the got the parts, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to um, stroll around downtown Jackson Hole a little bit. That was nice. Uh yeah, I, and I think we kind of left off from there because, like, we had that was our day off, and then we went to leave the very next. We left that the next day we'll just we'll do it right here uh 
the Wednesday, June 29th. And this was such a interesting long was this a long day? I feel like it was because was this the ride? This is we we rode from yeah, Grand Teton. Yep. Through Swan Valley. And then and then what was that pass next... we did? Oh god, I can't remember. The uh, mountains. Like Well, it, we rode to Idaho the next day. Like the that day. We rode to Craters of the Moon. Yeah. That, but didn't we hit like was, huge but... mountain passes on this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like it was oh, so much mountain climbing. Let's rewind. So mm-hmm. it was me and Urban Decay drafting a lot to Jackson. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. And um we got to Jackson and I'm following I think it was Sam. Or was it was it Sam? I it does, I apologize anybody from Urban Decay if I screwed up who it was. I want to say it was Sam. I was drafting yeah. pretty much the whole time. And then we get through and sh- Sam caught a yellow and I was going to get a red. So, oh. and, I, and I had, and I had been right. through Jackson. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to take a right and then a left and I'll, it's the road. It's a small town. So it spit me out where I needed to be. And it, we're cruising, we're passing cars. We're doing what we need to do, get through town. And then blip, blip, all of a sudden, Oh God, I'm getting pulled over. <laughs> you pulled that, yourself some pork in that town, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and I did the. I am from St. Paul, and I went through the riots of Minneapolis and all that. So I know how not to fuck with cops when I don't need to. So I put my <laughs> hands up, and I pulled the bike over. I pulled the bike over, shut the bike off, put my hands up, and the officer <laughs> came. It said to me, you can put your hands down now. And he asked, he, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And like, I, he goes, would you remove your helmet? And I did that. And then he lists off the things that I was doing illegally. I was passing it. Oh yeah. Passing, no passing zone. P.S. Sam took the fuck off and got away from us. So like, yeah. Great, Urban Decay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> it was. So I put my. I put my hands down. He tells me I was passing no passing zone, speeding, running red light, running stoplights, uh, or running a stop sign, um, just reckless, all of it. And he's like, do you have your insurance? Which I do. I have insurance on all my bikes. I law abiding citizen like that. <laughs> but we were in an area where my phone does not like to get reception. And I probably forgot my fucking password oh, to no. my, I didn't have my password. And like, I'm looking and like, Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Again, I have to rewind back to the camp. That morning, I still had Jack from Goathead's license plate on my bike. Oh, I, no. I, I, and I thought about it. I'm like, this is good luck. Yeah, you better just switch it out. So I put oh, my Minnesota. No. It wasn't the right plate, though, but I put a Minnesota plate back on that was registered to a hobbit. So whatever. And... The cop pulls me over, and I'm just thinking, oh, thank God I changed plates. Yeah. And <laughs> pulls me over, gives me this laundry list, takes my license, goes back to his car. Re- I'm sure he ran the plates, and everything was legit. And comes back, and he's like, were you able to find your insurance? I'm like, no, sir. And he's giving me, he's reading me the riot act, and I know how to talk to cops. You look him in the eyes, and you look down and say, yes, sir, over and over again. Be very... 
I'm not there to make a rep. Yep. I'm not there to make a revolutionary stand at that point in my life. I just want to get the fuck on. So, and I go, you're right, sir. You're right, sir. And sir, this is for charity. I didn't say what charity. And I go, sir, you will never see us in your city again. He's like, just get get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Boots nice and sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Just get out of here type of deal. So I took off and then it was so hard not to start passing cars on the shoulder again. Cause that's what we've been doing for like four days already. I was just, Oh, and then we started. We the passed month. you. We, we saw that by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He told me to tell all my friends to shape up or ship out. I'm get like, out of here. <laughs> yeah. Really in, woke in up Hole. Yeah. Yeah. I think he asked me, do you know those people? Nope. <laughs> I just never seen him in my life, sir. Dude, I have no clue who these people are. <laughs> I ain't gonna was that wrap the my day. Fr- did we stop at? Yeah, this was okay. So we got out of Yellowstone, and then we passed through that weird nuclear part of Idaho. That's like a weird, dude. You're crazy missing desert. so much. You're missing so much before that. We had all those mountains we climbed. We're talking like over 10% grade mountains. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, dude. Like, and that I want to stress. It was so long. I I feel like it was like a 200, and it was a 200 plus mile day. I swear it was. It was a 280? It was something stupid. Like, and it was yeah, just. It was a long and. And like, my bike climbed those mountains great, but I swear to God. God, I smelt an electrical fire and glass grinding. I heard it. I swear. Oh, and I'm just, no. Yeah. Um, and I, I've been dominating the conversation right now. How was your guys' day through leaving Yellowstone and kind of getting through Jackson Hole and, like, climbing Let's the mountains? We threw a new kit on the bike. Mm-hmm. We went We went. switched from the Polini kit to the DR. You know, new piston, ported it, blah, 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 blah. Which kind of makes me mad because I didn't get, I learned so much from Fred, so much. And it was just, it wasn't the things you would think I learned. I wanted to see him do that and like learn from somebody who I have all the respect for in the world for mopeds. So like. Shout out to Daryl for giving us his DR kit, by the way, so we could slap it on there. And so, yeah, basically we were breaking in the kit that day for the most part doing like hill climbs that's fun isn't it that's so fucking rad and i just like it was fine like we didn't seize the kit we think and maybe we smeared it i don't know i've just taken the top end all, all the way off yet uh it was just like another day of mystery like why doesn't the bike go 10 miles an hour faster yeah like is you want to know why and i'll i'm hmm. sorry to interrupt because we're at four to five thousand feet of elevation, I kept stressing that to everybody all week. Honestly, and like, I think you're right. Like, we added a little bit of weight to the bike, but not enough to really like just hobble it, man. It was like there. It would go. It was great on the downhills, though. I'll tell you what, that bike was heavy. Yeah, I think that was the day. I think Fred took it through the hills. Okay, and was just like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Fred who passed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think that was one of the days I maybe ch- I passed Chad Burke when his bike started to give up. Was it uh, giving up? Like I remember passing those guys on the mountain like, pass. This is the downside of not doing this podcast every day. The oh, race, like, dude, it's all like 
blending together. It's a big blur, you guys. You have no clue. Like, Bear with and like audience. Yeah. Um, I can only say like like my remembrance of that day. I um my chase kind of got away from me for a bit. We'll say because Colby was Colby and I were still learning how to work with each other through this whole event, <laughs> and I can't stress how great of a teammate he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I leaned on a, I pushed him and leaned on him pretty hard at times, and like I saw. he was able to take it. And we'll Shout we'll talk more. Love you, Colby. Love you, buddy. Love you. Um, we'll talk more about that throughout the whole uh, podcast experience. But like, I remember climbing those mountains and climbing, and that was that was probably one of our most um, this day, and I'd say our last day was like the most variety of terrain we ran into. Because then we got, yeah. like I said, we got out to Argo and we got in that desert near the nuclear plant, which was like just so lame like i've never been so <laughs> bored on a bike in my life dude like yeah yeah it was uh was oh, a whole lot of nothing in that state yeah some well of the, some of the parts of good old idaho i want to also stress like so colby and i got separated and huh? i knew we had a point we were gonna meet or try to meet up at yeah. And like, I called him. He's like, dude, I am so far away. And he didn't tell me what he had done. He screwed up with the GPS. Like he was oh, still on a bike no. route because he was looking at elevation. And like, he took a wrong turn out of the park. Oh, so no. Yeah. That's why he was like so far away. And then I'm just like, oh, fuck God. it, dude. I w- I ended up going to a gas station and getting shitty gas station two cycle oil. Cause oh, then that happened. Yep. And some old lady, you guys passed me, and I just gave you a thumbs up. And then some old lady in like a F three fifty Ford, like with like three teeth, stuck out the window. Fuck you! Looking me up. And I just said, "God bless." Yeah, we got some. We got the bird on that trip, man. Yeah, that dude. Was, was a lot of open highway to slow down. Yeah, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, just like. Some of these cars were just blasting, having a great time, and yeah. I had to get stuck behind the meat van. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doing like forty up a hill. Yep, <laughs> that was that was a trip. Um, but yeah, we we went by that nuclear site, and my phone stopped working near once I got like oh, near yeah. that nuclear site. Like, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the government just shuts phones down around that area. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, cause that's where all, that's where like nuclear, was that where the Manhattan project actually happened or like just like nuclear, I don't know, something magical nuclear stuff happens there. So Arco was the first nuclear powered town, which yep. was, I, I believe, I believe is correct. Yep. Uh, I believe we learned that trivia at the local eatery in lovely downtown Arco. Yes. Uh, cute little place. Uh, what was it called? It was like. Mr. Pickles. Pickles. Some... It was pickles. I don't Mr. know. Called pickles. Uh, we'll go with pickles. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about that once. Uh, once we get there, like I remember coming in, and like, I'm still figuring this whole tuning and elevation out. Like, I think you guys. I got fourth, maybe fifth that day. Fourth, I want to believe, wasn't it? Or uh... no, we could go back and research this shit. I'm going to look it up on the Baker's Dozen. 
Um, pod, yes, we are a professional podcast here, people, and thank you for <laughs> bearing with us. Um, but yeah, dude, some of that was just so um, crazy, we'll say. Um, it was wild. The Courageous of the Moon is an insane campsite. It was weird. I mean, that's all I can say about it. Like, um, It was the most intense camp spot we had. It's all like a volcanic what you call it lava flow yeah it was lava field right yeah it was a lava field basically and i think okay here's the rundown here's the rundown for the next for that day going into creators and we'll talk about other stuff um it would have been chad burke at five hours and 10 minutes team meet at five hours and 15 minutes so you guys were really close Urban urban decay uh was it would have been at five hours and 26 minutes uh so i wasn't too far behind everybody and i thought i was slow in the in the desert for some reason but it was five hours in the desert yeah five hours and 36 minutes and like i spent probably 15 to 20 minutes at that gas station just kind of figuring it the f out um (laughs) didn't have a a measuring tool on you did you i kind of well this is what i did I got that it was Sinclair two cycle oil and I poured some of it out of in the trash till I got down to where the measuring thing was. Yeah. And then I kind of guessed and we that's what we did. We sent it. Um nice. see you soon was seven hours and fifteen minutes. That would have been Rigsby and all the I'm blanking on people's names right now. Uh never DNF came. Thank you, Bridget and Rory. I owe you a beer the next time I see you. Um, <laughs> never DNF would have been your finally your lovely bride. Uh, uh, and then I have had, who else was on? It would have been Al, Allison and uh, Kelly, right? Uh, on DNF. On uh, never DNF. Uh, Kelly and Sierra. Sierra, God, Sierra, I owe you a beer. I should know better by now. Well, <laughs> neither like, of us are good at names. I'm actually surprised at doing this good. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been that, but like, that was a cool kind of team day. It was kind of a overall kind of a cool experience to um, hang out with everybody at Craters in the Moon. Like, it's not oh, necessarily yeah. a campground I would go to again personally, but like, it was good. We went to like this mountaintop. Uh, lava ash and um, cinder cone the cinder cone okay and then we went through um whatchamacallit some caves that were just kind of yeah it's a collapsed lava tube yep and i got so many good pictures that day dude yeah yeah um okay but yeah creators of the moon was i mean it was good in the fact that I got to hang out with a bunch of people that I liked. And it's like that whole thing. You can go anywhere where you don't necessarily care to be. But if you're with people you like, it's going to be a good time. And that's what it was. Yeah, that was fun. They, what did, uh, oh, Urban Decay figured out that they busted one of their rims that day. Was that the, oh, that, that was, was the day big, they, that was, yep. that was the beginnings of their rear, rear wheel uh, woes, I think. Yep. They, uh. I don't know how they did that, but they took a one of their um, spokes of the rear wheel punctured the tube. 
Yeah. Which was amazing. Um, yeah, I've never heard or seen of that. And I have yet to take that rear cap off. Like, there was a lot of spoke issues on this whole Baker's run. And I one day will take that rear cap off of my rear tire and see if I actually had any spoke <laughs> issues. Yeah, that was there. That was like the Achilles heel for the rest of the trip. They were relacing spokes on the side of the road, like pretty much till they got to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll go. But yeah, that was good. And then we all went out to the Pickles, which I pointed out to several people now. It was a place called Pickles, known for their fried pickles, but they'd been out of pickles for five days. Yet they served us pickles. And they had a fryer there, but they apparently didn't have the said, ability to fry said pickles. We're all said, rather confused. Can't do it. We are pickles coming, definitely coming a bag. Yeah. <laughs> no Which offense was, to this lovely pickles restaurant. You were very, <laughs> very attentive. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably wanted nothing to do with all of the dirty moped people. Oh God, the good old boys like a couple days. The good old boys just walked out. They were didn't like I'm brushing my teeth in the bathroom. Like Oh my God. <laughs> you remember that? Like No. I think Mars took a whore a whore bath as we call like and no offense to any whores out there. We love all our sex workers. A sex worker but, bath. A sex worker bath, like in the show. Like, <laughs> it was that was a thing like Shout out to Mark. We'll get out to shout outs and all that after this, but we'll we'll try to stay track of the days. Um, so that's we'll... why that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. scared the town off pretty quick. Yeah, uh, Rigsby got pulled over. I know Le- after leaving uh, that, leaving the uh, parking lot. Yeah, dude, the local cop is just like blah blah blah, and Rigsby is like a cool cat. He just like nope. Like didn't answer yeah. anything and didn't get nothing. So the cops are not your friends, kids. Um sure. we so we took off from there. Um I had so many issues. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what was up with my bike leaving um leaving Lava Flow campground, but like my bike ran like shit in the morning. Like mm. I mean I'm not sure exactly. I should what I should have done is possibly pulled over and either played with some weights or played with some timing, I think. Personally, looking back and mm. with the knowledge I now have, like I probably should have ret- retarded the timing a little bit and possibly rejetted. But, you know, it is what it is, but we just we were just out to lunch that whole day and then finally this was a short-ish day. I think this was like a hundred and sixty-ish mile day, and yeah, like I think Mars rode the next day for us. I think. Want to say? And okay, yeah, this was when we. Oh man, this is when we shook out our bike, and we okay. like thought it was doing eighty miles an hour the next day. <laughs> it was doing like sixty something. It was fine. yeah. I ended up blowing up a kit. Um. I remember oh. just, yeah, I just, it was getting bad and getting slower and getting slower. And then finally, like the temps just start spiking and I'm just like, I'll let it cool down. I just want to get to this topless little hill. And yeah, at yeah. that point it said, nope. And just <laughs> seized her and pulled over. And I got to do the whole 
okay, let's get the kit out. Let's start taking everything apart. Oh, you know, every, everything went, you know, somewhat smooth at that point. And, you know, just started that whole process. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, and again, it was like a 25 minute, like, pull a cylinder off, put the new cylinder on, new piston, new ring, new circlet, yeah. and just like gasket, like put the head gaskets and base gaskets on. Cause normally I'll do copper spray when I'm at home, but like, there's no time for any of that. And I never even checked my squish during the whole bakers after I blew up the first kit. I'm just like, we're going to send it and see what happens. And, you know, start doing the whole, like ride a mile, let it pull over, torque the head, ride five, torque, torque, torque. And the bike oh, wow. really started behaving itself. Um, and I Pull ended up, up, yep. How did you guys do that day going into Black Sands Campground? We did really good that day. We were, did we get second that day again? We either got like second or third, I want to say. We were really happy with the bike at that point. It wasn't doing like, we were still like striving to get more out of it, but it was doing pretty well, I think. Like we were uh, really happy with the bike. And we will uh, give you guys a rundown of the times right now. Um, Team Urban Decay had another stellar day. Um, they had three hours. You guys, Team Meet, you guys came in second with uh, three hours and four minutes. Uh, Chad Burke came in at three hours and 20 minutes. Team Never DNF had they those that whole team, there were so many struggles throughout the week, and they had a good, they had a fair day that day with oh, yeah. three hours and 58 minutes. Yep, Team See You Soon was uh, actually beat them with three hours and 32 minutes. And Wild Stallions, we came in at five hours and 48 minutes and Bag of Holes, three hours and 20 minutes. And let me explain like why sometimes uh, right when Maitland would write things down, we all did not have cell service at the same time. So he would just write down on the piece of paper like the literal order he would get them he would receive them even though like we had everything time stamped and that's why it's out of order if that makes sense to anybody that makes sense to you what i just said isn't it cowboy yeah they're a little out of order yeah um but at that point like and i'll just run down the times at that point team urban decay was leading with 30 hours and 18 minutes chad burke was at 31 hours and 23 minutes team meet had been in at 32 hours and 35 minutes. Um, Wild Stallions had been running at 38 hours and 13 minutes. Um, See You Soon was 41 hours and 22 minutes. And Team Never DNF was 46 hours and 56 minutes. And the way I read that off was the teams that were actually started participating in all of the legs. I, this point I had DNF'd. We had talked about my little screw up, but the other teams had elected to take a 24 hour penalty. <clears throat> so like at this point, uh, Dylan and his lovely bride, and I'm blanking on names cause we all know how great I am with names. Um, <laughs> they, I'm waiting for you to chime in fucker. <laughs> um, they, had dnf'd and they had a wheel issue and they're just like you know what we're gonna go and sleep and shower and all that stuff and we'll see you guys the next day so they elected to take a 24-hour penalty so like 
if you see the times like oh there is 74 oh, hours on okay. this day yeah. um it's a little misconstruing as in like they they weren't actually in the seat for 74 hours they took a time penalty of a full day that's yeah why you see some of these like oh my god they were no that's that's it's a time penalty issue is what it is so just to kind of clear that up because it can be confusing unless you're in the eye of the storm like i was and cowboy was like maybe you don't necessarily get that whole full picture um we're gonna run down so we went to black sands resort which was very interesting um what was your first impressions of the fine people at black sands resort well it was fun heading in there um before we got to black sands we got to meet bridget's sister on the side of the road nope that's the next day day? homie that was the next okay yep no a lot of that area looks the same the black sands resort were uh they did not get get a phone call from us by just right uh it was assumed that it was a blm area of like bureau land management yeah. where you can just like crash out there and you just show up yep uh but no it's like an actual rv park so the staff were <laughs> uh they were very accommodating in the end yes but, in the end we had to uh we had to do a little a little moped magic to get there mm-hmm. we uh it was basically me and maitland just got a drink at the bar and kind of just were really nice and said you know like hey like we know we are here and you guys they were like we're booked yeah and <laughs> they they made some phone calls the owner ended up showing up as this uh really nice gentleman named bill he was uh, awesome bill was awesome his wife was a little uh rule (laughs) orientated we'll say yeah yeah she was she's you know she did did not mess around no and uh we ended up so we ended up the the well drinks at this place for like four dollars and fifty cents dude that's home that's hometown bar stuff right there yeah you you go you go to southern minnesota it's the same way like i told bill i said bill we're gonna we're about to spend a lot of money on your at your bar and on your food. Um, give us a dirt lot, whatever you have, we'll take it. Yeah. And he was like, and he was like, he thought about it for a second. He was like, well, you good boys want to go ride around in this in the side by side and check it out. <laughs> and was like, oh, we hit pay dirt. These guys were very accommodating. A uh, couple of their reservations ended up canceling, and they gave us a wonderful spot with mm-hmm. big shaded trees. We didn't have to stay in a gravel lot. They were nice. like, don't, we tried very hard to pay them, uh, for the campground site and Bill like refused. Yeah. We had like, we had, we had, we had done nothing for him except like load in some kitchen supplies from his truck. Like mm-hmm. we, we just, the guy was just willing to help us out. and It was really nice. Yeah. Um, they were, <laughs> I remember showing up there and like, um my chase had a dog and oh, one of the oh, yeah. uh, there was a strict no dog policy and colby took that as well as colby could but like i know the lady owner was very adamant about um i i'm trying to word this correctly it's like an insurance issue it was an insurance but she looked at some of the 
some of our members who had um, swimsuits on and made sure to remind us to cover up um cover up our waistlines basically because this is a family established i swear to god dude and i'm trying to like dance around (laughs) this subject i didn't hear about this oh dude that was like i was right i don't think necessarily i'm not gonna throw any of our tea any of the bakers people under the bus on this one but she's like she looked at a few of them you have to cover up if you're gonna come into the bar i'm just like oh it's like that yeah so it's like that going into the bar yeah (laughs) so oh man a a wonderful place black sands resort oh um the and i can't thank the owners enough i'm not gonna get into my experience with the patrons because um (laughs) yes that cowboy knows the story and that's all we'll say about that Uh, (laughs) but no that was like that was one of my even though like i had kind of a shitty moped day that was such a that was a fun experience being there once like Kobe kind of settled down with the dog thing and um Daryl it was Daryl's dog was an issue as well I mean everybody's dogs were allowed to stay there they just had to kind of stay in the vehicle type of deal and we had we had a camper so it was fine um it was you know there was rumor of a shower and that oh. shit made me so happy. Um, <laughs> there, who, now who all got, it was some of the people from Urban Decay, and I forget who it was. It was Sam and. That's right, yeah. They went into town. Yeah, yep. Sam and Nova. And Sam and Nova got a shower. And this is a moped, this is a life rule for everybody. And like, when it comes to businesses, it is easier to beg forgiveness than ask permission because they asked if their friends could come in and shower and um they i forgot that they asked oh <laughs> yeah and i was at the shower party yeah <laughs> i and the guy said no but like we yeah. st- but <laughs> i still was gonna go even though i know jesse and jack from two smokes were just up the road basically and they were gonna come like hang out and see everybody and i was just like i just let them know i kind of wait around wait around and finally like mars like dude do you want shower like uh zach me and i want to call her allison again and i don't know sierra jesus christ sierra there you go one beer that's all you get um we're going to shower i'm like (laughs) fuck it i'm gonna go shower because like i for me to kind of level myself out, if I shower, I feel clean, I feel good, I can work on stuff, blah, blah, blah. Oh, dude, yeah, people hadn't showered this since, like, before Yellowstone. It was, yeah, it was, it was not good. Um, So, I jump in this van, and Z- <laughs> Zach and Sierra are in the front, Mars and I are just kind of bullshitting, and all of a sudden we pull up, and Zach and Sierra just bail out of the van! And <laughs> Mars and I are like, where the fuck do we go? And then we're trying to call them and they're not picking up and blah, blah, blah. You guys got separated. Right. Yeah. They just bailed. No, we, they, we didn't get separated. They left our asses in the van. Oh. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and we did not take the meat van, everybody. We took it. There was a, there's like three different rental vans in this whole caravan, which was Baker's Dozen. Two unmarked, <laughs> one marked, one very yeah. marked. <laughs> very marked. Um, and, Finally, I think Zach called Mars. He's like, where are you guys at? <laughs> Mars like, 
dude, we're in the van. We're like, we're, we're, they let us in. Where'd you guys go? Since I wasn't in the Boston crew, I'm like, Mars, you go first. Go shower. Zach and Sierra had already showered. And then Mars gets out. And I'm like, okay, I'll go and go in. And as I'm taking my clothes off, I hear the proverbial knock on the door. <laughs> nice phone. I, I, I turn the sh- water on and I yell, you can't stop me now. <laughs> and and I showered everything and I walk out and I'm clothed and everybody just laughs. You can't stop me now. I'm like, well, I go, we got kicked out, didn't we? They go, oh yeah, we're kicked out. <laughs> so they were, they were, but they, they, the hotel owners said it was a, it was a matter of ethics. <laughs> this was an ethical issue to them. Uh huh. Lied to us. <laughs> Even though we tried to pay them, we tried to pay them more money, and it was yeah, it wasn't a matter question. of, it wasn't a matter of payment. It was. <laughs> they said, "How dare you use our shower for showering?" Yes, and not smoking crack in this hotel. Oh, I mean, no. what? Yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, that was that was kind of, and then just hanging out. I got, we all got back. We got some terrible Mexican food in town. Um, we all got back. Jack and Jesse from Two Smokes were there. I finally got to meet those two lovely those guys couple. So wonderful! Shout out to you guys. It was yep. such a pleasure hanging out at the bar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys went to the bar with them too. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. 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 I can say from moment one, I have had a big old softy in my heart for Jack. So like he is such a sincere and genuine person. And I am a good boy. He's a very good boy. He's a very good boy. Um, it was, and they were so nice. They brought me bottles of water. So big shout out for that. (laughs) I drank them all up. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that was, you know, overall, I mean, I had a little, okay experience at the bar but like that was you know really other than the ants it was all good um waking up in the morning we all had breakfast and like we had to eat and run like it was within five we all it was okay because we did it as a group oh yeah like, it was like the the restaurant opened at nine so yeah. it was a race to get to breakfast to get your order in first mm-hmm. so everybody was like that was like one of the that was more more of a, a tense race morning me, me and tom had a spat over eggs oh <laughs> rosanna rosanna and tom had a spat over eggs she says fighting over eggs in the morning that's awesome um i didn't even think i podcast rosanna hi rosanna um and i don't even think i finished my breath hi rosanna um, I don't think I finished okay. my breakfast because I was like three quarters done and it wasn't that good. So I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Second time I hadn't finished my meal there. I but like, bacon. Yeah. Um, and we started out that day and I was having a good, good day. Um, the bike was running great. Everything was, you know, tip top. I think Tom, that was the day Tom rode with Colby. We we're going into Haynes and um the bike was just running good i can't i think i was up with zach and um zach and chad burke and drafting them for a bit and you guys have a picture of you i think you have a picture of you behind us yep you guys passed me i don't remember it's you guys we're trying to remember it is so many days in a row and it's such a big blur i can't 
stress that enough. Like I was looking at my temp gauge and like what 20 feet in front of me most of the time. So like, sorry if we don't remember everything, but like that was another 10 to, that was 10% grade day. I think Maitland was kind of joking about because like 10% grade going downhill, going downhill, going downhill. Um, Everybody's brakes were real beat up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I remember like getting really close on gas, almost running to the point I was almost about to run out. And I saw you guys pulled over to the side of the road and I'm like, well, I'll just pull over and just wait for Colby to catch up. And cause the, he ran into like oh, the yeah. slowest, he ran into the slowest gas pump in Oregon. Oh, and, there were some real slow ones on this trip. Yep. Um, you I'm like, Hey guys, can I get some gas from you? You're like, yeah, yeah. But Colby's like three minutes behind us. I'm like, Oh, okay, sweet. And I ended up just waiting there. He came filled up. You guys took off. And this was like another one of those like <laughs> great moments. Um, I, I'm going to say this is this day. Cause this could have been another day. Fred threw a hot dog in my, <laughs> put a hot dog in my spokes in my front wheel and then as I, um, I remember catching up with you guys and I, yeah, no, I see now I'm, I'm getting confused, but like, I remember Fred, like throwing hot dogs out the rear window, like Mario Kart. And then, <laughs> yeah. They did have a, they had a pack of dogs to burn through. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I had to pull over for one reason or another. And then like, you guys took off, but then. I, this is, I, this moped event, because we call it a race, but I don't feel it was a race for, I didn't treat it, like, I've been in big races and stuff like this, and this is a, <laughs> this was a ride, this was a ride more than anything, to me at least, and like, there were some race my, elements, I would say. Yes, there was, but it's so weird, like, and we'll explain some more of that later, but like, one of my proudest moments was like, and I know you guys had issues was being able to run you guys down and pass you like and i remember passing the driver's side door and i remember seeing mars and this is a one of my mo takeaways from that whole race like look at me what i could see a mouth and what the fuck and like pass the van like that's just a boston hello yeah <laughs> like i just remember like that was that was a very proud moment for your boy jimmy uh, because because of all the respect I have for Mars and you <laughs> and Fred, like as builders, like I have so much respect. Um, but yeah, I remember just we were going into Haynes, Oregon that um, that day. And I remember Burns? just was it Burns, Oregon, Burns, Haynes. You're probably right. I think Colby's family Burns. lived in Haynes. We're looking it up, folks. Um this was the day that this, no, this that is Burke yeah. Haynes and Burns are right next to each other, dude, and they're two small towns. That mm. sh I, I want to know the story because these are not big towns. Where, anyways, but yeah, it was we oh, finished yeah, in the, Haynes, the, the Oyo Hotel, the Silver Spur. Yep, and that's where, yeah, that was the, the finish line. In some of the photos you see of me on my bike that came from Tom on that day. And I came into town and I didn't hear it because I was just in my zone. But like once I got to the hotel, I heard it. My freaking bike sounded like a gravel truck driving because there was so many noises coming from my final drive and the motor itself. Oh, yeah. I willed my bike 
into the finish line. And I don't know how I made it to that hotel or the hotel Mars ended up getting for some of the rest of us. Mars was such oh, a trooper. Yeah. This was the day that everybody's bike started really bomb everybody out. Yep. This was a this was a bad day for the bikes. The bikes the bikes at that point had, had kind of had it. It was the cresting point. Yeah. To where everybody had to like you had to do like there's no more parts you can get. You've just got to like figure out a way to get get to Portland the next day. Mhm. Um yeah. this oh, yeah, God. this is where the like you Chad know, Burke. Chad, oh my God, Chad's like, do you know exactly? I'll let you describe what all happened to Chad, but well, half this the photos was... pulled up here. I don't know if you want to like pull these off of Discord and put them in the show notes or whatever, people. But his like one of his clutches just exploded. Yeah, it's it's in three different pieces in this photo, and there's quite a bit of it missing. And did he take it to a shop and get this welded back together? No, not this time. He had another one. He had another one, but it had the issue he had, he figured out it had starter shoes in it, I think is what the deal was. So Uh... it wasn't running quite as well. But also, um, his, I'm probably speaking out of turn because, like, I had my own bike to worry about. And I know Chad told me exactly what happened, but like, his frame broke. And he yeah, ended up taking a frame. Yeah, he ended up taking a few pieces of metal and just drilling through them and and like kind of sandwiching everything and made it work. And like Chad, like everybody knows Chad can put a bike together, but his um, ingenuity on the fly, I he I gained he gained a lot of respect for me that day. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm that was pretty impressive what he did that day. So huge shout out to him. And Patrick, I mean, shout those... out to Chad Burke for all of the years of <laughs> advice <laughs> that I've gotten from you over the years, bud. Love you. Yeah. Um. So huge, huge, huge shout out to those guys. And like, this is where, like you said, I think everybody as a whole was getting worn out. Um. Our oh, bikes were getting God. worn out. Patience was getting tested. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I Colby and I had a few moments of tenseness. We'll say like this was our struggle day. We'll say, yeah. Um, and it was it was me and it was Colby. I mean, we were both learning each other as we went, and like I can't. We're still talking, people, so don't worry about it. How was it with your guys' <laughs> team? It was just we just wanted to find a decent place to eat that night. And oh, God, that we, was a struggle. We, we finally we finally did. That town was, man, it was hard to get good food in that town. And like this, I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. You know how what a good Midwest steak is. Oregon steaks are not that good. I don't care what anybody says. I don't know what was happening to that place, man. That was uh, the, uh, yeah, that was like a big long wrench. We were wrenching till like I like people were just tapping out, being like, oh. I've had enough. Oh. Of this. We're going to rewind in between the meal and the rent session. Um, What happened to your guys' bike that day, huh? When we were all chained up Um, at the hotel. Remember a little little fall on Jimmy's bike? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Our bikes fell over, huh? Your your bike tipped over on a mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 We were at the restaurant and somebody was like, hey, your bike just fell over. As we yeah. were like sitting at the table, and like yeah. Mars and Fred went and dealt with it. 
Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Broke my fairing, bent a pedal uh, extender on mine. It's, you know, whatever. Love you guys. Um, send, us some, send us the bill, Jimmy. Nah, we're, dude, we're good. Trust me. <laughs> we're good. Uh, that's what Mars literally said to me. He's like, just send me, just bill me. I'm like, fuck you. Like, I love you guys. Like, I know shit happens. Um, but yeah, dude, like, we all kind of said we're not touching. Once we got checked in the hotel, we all kind of collectively said we're not touching bikes for a while. And then we went eight and we're like, we're giving it all an hour. And I didn't want to. And finally, like, I couldn't wait any longer after eating. And I start, I had, by the time Mars came down, Mars and Fred came down to unchain their bikes. I already had my final drive off. Um, I put a new rear pull i just didn't want to deal with anything so i put a different uh rear pulley on it and everything and it was good enough like my i had no rear brakes i mean i probably i didn't sand them down or anything like the final day little to no rear brakes um but i (laughs) i'm just gonna send it but then i see i had other issues with my bike i heard a clicking and i was hoping to god it was a clutch like a c-clip or something came off the clutch and unfortunately not i um had internal engine issues so i had to pull my cylinder yeah what did you guys not to make this all about me and my shit what all did you guys work on your bike it was a long wrench session night oh god i'm trying to remember man (laughs) uh let's see here I know Sierra got some good photos of all of us collectively wrenching on our bikes. Oh, yeah. I got a video of Rosanna saging uh, bars and giving us yes. good luck. Yeah, thank you. I think that's what got me to the finish line, Rosanna. So, yeah, <laughs> they saged their bike, your bike, and my bike. I think we were messing with the timing, and then... Oh, man, what were we even doing, man? I think we are swapping out the rear clutch maybe we were just like man that was that was brutal wrenching yeah we finally got there in the end though like i think we're messing with the timing trying to get just not suck yeah and it still it still was like only doing five miles an hour better the next day i think but Mm -hmm. it was the it was like the last bit of like testing we could do before we just sent it the next day yeah but i uh discovered there's a noise coming from my motor and fred was convinced it would have been like my wrist pin and i'm like Mm. well it's something in there dude so like i gotta pull a cylinder so i pulled that off got colby to help me he scraped all the carbon off the head and helped scrape a lot of the gasket off the cylinder because i'm like the cylinder's fine i mean it looked good and then i start looking at the piston and i think for some reason where the clip where the circlip goes on the wrist pin um it like hogged out and i think that wrist pin was slapping back and forth so i think fred was kind of right about that so what did i do i had another i had one kit left and i'm like but i hadn't prepped anything for it so i'm like i'm gonna use the cylinder i've been using i will go up in the bathroom and use my dremel and (laughs) clearance uh I'll relieve my piston the way I do. And so up in the bathroom, I was cutting everything out and called it good and start slapping. Yep. The uh, team urban decay was like up until two that night. God, they had to relace. 
they were no they were using that well yeah they had to they yeah they relaced the rim again mm-hmm. and then uh had to heat their tire up with a hair dryer oh wow <laughs> yeah yeah they had they had the worst i think they were up to like two in the morning working oh, on their stuff you didn't hear about my experience though so oh i was up till three because oh, my Jesus. lovely my lovely chase driver and i we both snore we both knew this going in yeah. i never heard him i never heard him the whole time he never wow. heard me oh i heard him that night because he got to sleep before me uh, i didn't i finally there. i finally went to the fucking camper so that hotel that everybody enjoyed i slept out in the damn camper because i'm just like i can't do it and i was just I was pissed off, irritable, discontent, all all the motions they tell you watch out from in 12-step programs. So I'm just like, wanted to fucking kill. A few things happened between Colby and I, and I was still pissed off about that. And you better send him a nice gift basket or something. Oh, dude, Colby and I are good. Don't worry. We we are two men that will talk about issues if they arise. Like that's (laughs) one thing I love about Colby. If he has an issue he will allow me to know. And like, we were talking about our shit at the start line the next morning. And like, <laughs> we had a good, I mean, it was good adult discussions, which yeah. is so fucking awesome about Colby. And I mean, me and him had some issues and we worked through every one of them. Like, and I will say our last day as a team was our best day as a team. Like I cannot thank Colby enough. Like I am so appreciative even at our worst times we kept on saying well we're doing it again next year and like that's been our <laughs> mantra the whole week we've been gone but um well speaking of it the last day of the race you want to talk about riding into portland oh fuck yeah brother like how was you how was it taking off for you guys we did we were doing test runs uh right before we left for the start line that morning Mm-hmm. And we were pretty happy with where the bike was at and how, you know, it still wasn't the 67 mile an hour bike that we wanted it to be. But, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, we were all out of ideas and we got it to be as good as it could be. So, yeah, we sent her. Um, it was the mad dash for Portland, man. It was the, the last day of mountain riding. Yeah. And boy, was that... <laughs> that uh, that was a trip man dude getting that was that, so beautiful through those hills were it was lovely uh i got to like uh i got to call my folks on my helmet uh awesome. shout out to you mom and dad shout out uh, mom and dad they yeah i got to talk to them on the headset while i was like staring at mount hood riding into the mountains fucking coolest experience of my life dude i yeah, had i will cherish nice. i will cherish our time riding through yellowstone but coming up to mount hood Oh my God. I get chills just thinking about it. That was really cool, man. Like that was, uh, you know, (laughs) our, uh, a lot of the teams, what is it? Okay. So team see you soon, I think had the roughest go that day. Oh, we will talk about our, those guys. Like, yeah, Yeah. if you know the story, we'll, we'll let you tell it. Cause like, I kind of know bits and pieces, but I was, I, I was emotionally burnt at the finish line. Yeah, as soon as we hit Oregon, that's when all the drivers got mean. Everybody, <laughs> that's when we started getting a lot of, lot of, lot of birds flipped at us. Yep. Um, but 
I did you run into rain the last day? Because I was running away from rain the entire time. We beat it. Yep. I yeah. beat it. I beat it as well. You guys were, I know, I want to say, now I could be wrong, but the way I remember it, most of the day, it was Chad Burke out front and I was in second. I Because I remember passing, oh, in the high desert of Oregon, my fucking cell phone fell out of the mount. So I had to pull over. Oh, Kobe was right behind me. I I'm a terrible runner, you know, but not a lot of people have seen me run, but like, it's like hop along Jones. I had to run back for it, crack my screen. No good. Put it back on. And I gassed up and I figured it's going to be close, but I might be able to make it to the end. Um, but I remember passing urban decay. And I believe at this point it was urban decay or it was Chad Burke, myself, I think I was second, maybe for argument's sake, we'll say I was third, but like I was having a great day. And then like for my bike, for some reason, whenever I get over 55, it, it bobbled, which was concerning. Mm. So like, and that kept happening and it was getting, the intervals were getting close. I thought the bike was done. I thought the bike was, I had that in back of my mind for like four hours. So like, I'm thinking I'm thinking the bike is going to let go at any point now. Um, Making real sad noises. Yeah. And like, but I can pull out of it, which made me like, it was really baffling to me. Um, How was it getting into, we'll say that whatever park that was Mount Hood is in for you, like before you started the descent into Portland? Oh, man. There's a big, a lot of hill climbing. Uh, you know, gaining more altitude, bikes running more and more terrible as we get up. Yep. Slowing traffic down a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the rider check-in to see when everybody came in that day. But, you know, like as soon as you hit, what was it, the general camp? Government yep. camp. Yep. After you hit, after we get, like, government camp was the big like if you could make it past there, you were you were pretty much home free. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and was that down the was brutal. that down the descent? I think so. Yeah. So what I remember, this is like once we get into the forest, we'll say, and you know what I'm talking about. Like my bike was just run like shit, run like shit, run like shit, and we had climbed a lot. And I'm just like, finally, like Colby kind of pulls up. He's like, dude, people are getting pissed. Just pull over for a bit. I'm like, all right. I pull over. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to down jet. So I down jet. And then I start looking at the other side of my bike. My belt is like minutes from shredding. I'm like, fuck. All right, Colby. <laughs> and I, and like, this is where Colby and I really gelled as a team. I'm like, Colby, can you go? He brought me tools right away. Like a good, like a great crew member. And I'm like, okay, Colby, we got this. Here's this stuff. Um, can you go to the truck and get out of the camper, get a belt? Okay, where's it at? I told him, came right back with it. Colby's doing everything I need. I he's giving me all the support I need, which is like you okay. Guys really we're, gelling. We're gelling. He's he I think riding with Tom that the day before really helped him understand how this whole thing works. And I put the belt on and that bike came alive. Like between mm. down, between uh down jetting. And just one, like, I think I went in people in the Polini world for 
carburetors will understand. Like I was at a 92 and then I went down to a 90 and it just popped back alive and I was rolling. I, I know you guys, you hadn't passed me yet. Um, it would have been Jordan passed me at that point and possibly one, maybe urban decay had passed me at this point in the day. Um, because of that, but like I'm rolling and I remember like going down the descent, which was so freaking awesome. Like just all the things we saw, the government camp. I remember seeing like Bigfoot statues and thinking, Oh, it's Harry and the <laughs> Hendersons. Like, Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but that descent was so awesome. And Colby kept up with me and like, that's when my, all our bikes start coming alive and like, you might want to talk to Roxanne and ask her how her bike got once it got into Portland, but mine was great. I mean, we're Rosanna, back. Rosanna, you owe her a beer now, too. Oh, do I? Yeah, yeah. Come on in, Rosanna. Did you oh. forget my fucking name? <laughs> Unbelievable, Call you Roxanna. Roxanne, Roxanna. Last week. Hey, I oh, ne- I called her like 50 different names and like she didn't respond oh, to one of them. So, oh, okay, well, okay, John. <laughs> Him, Jenry, Jim. damn it. But how did your guys' bike and Rosanna was on uh, team Never DNF, which you didn't, which is awesome. How did your guys' bike react once you got down into sea level? Did it start coming alive, if you will? I'm coming into Portland. No, it started Portland. dying. Oh, it's start- okay. Well, it was on his last legs. <laughs> I think and, a lot. Uh, we came into Portland. We were running a carb that was way too big for the pipe that we had because we broke our mm. pipe and we broke our carb. And um, we came into Portland, and I went from going like forty-five or fifty to going about fifteen miles an hour in oh. front of a really pissed-off lady with the yeah. bike like threatening to die. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was rough, but was rough. Bike you finished. Hurts. Awesome. Um, yep. when I when I was coming into Portland, my bike was singing, man. It was rolling. I was loving life. And Colby and I hit a stoplight. I'm like, "Hey, dude!" And I finally just went to him. "Hey, dude, can I rip?" And he's like, "Yeah, dude, just rip it." I'm like, "Fine, I'm gone." And like, couple <laughs> stoplights, couple stoplights, hit a red light, and then I went to accelerate. Ball, like a hard oh, seize. Right. And I'm. And I'm eight miles from the finish line. And I'm like, oh, I don't man. I don't give a shit. I am going to walk this bike. I am not going to put it in a trailer. We are finishing this race. So we That's pull over. We pulled over and I pull the plug and it's white. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I blew it up. I'm like, Colby, bring me a new plug. I don't know why I want a new plug, but bring me a plug. So put a plug in and I feel the flywheel. I'm like, you know what? This has more compression than when I left Yellowstone. So this bike will run again. So I'm trying to drill start it because as I think at the time, my one-way bearing has failed. So I try putting some gas on the carb, nothing. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I pop the, I pop, pop the gas tank. I'm out of gas. So <laughs> put gas in, put gas in it. Turns out when you go 60 miles an hour for like 50 miles, your gas mileage really is depleted. Like, oh, apparently that's a thing. Um, so and the bike's still not running, still not running, still not running. I'm like, okay, let, maybe it's the reeds for some reason. I always want to change major shit. Reeds are perfect, actually. I'll say this about V-Force, eight pedal reeds I ran. 
I ran 1,860 miles, and those things are perfect. So, yeah, big shout-out to those guys because they did sponsor me for this race. But um, – Oh, you got a sponsor for the race. Yeah, they gave me a deal. I'll tell you about that later, buddy. You can oh, get cool. it next year for yourself. Um, but Zach from Urban Decay's voice popped into my head. He's like – because their bike wasn't running going in Haynes. He's like, apparently I just needed to change jets. And like that voice popped into my head. I'm like, Jim, you need a bigger jet. You're at sea level. I put in a three sizes bigger jet. I went up from a 90 to a 96. Bike started right up. And Colby's like, oh, my God. And Colby was right there with me. He was grabbing every tool. He had everything organized. It was the greatest moment we had as a team. And I just like. I let the bike die. I'm like, okay, let me put my helmet on. And then we had to drill start it. Cause again, I think the one way bearing has failed and I had choke. This is another issue. I was going through Portland. I threw it on choke and just fucking gun gunder. Cause I thought the bike was dead. Well, I'm running every freaking red light there is. And I'm making <laughs> all these moves that were bad and illegal. Cause like this bike is not running right. It's not like the, so I thought the clutch was not engaging correctly. It wasn't variating right. I'm going all over, like just trying to get to the to the finish line. And when I made it, I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, I don't know how I did this. Like I will, like I'm just freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And Travis from famed Travis Tutorial was right there when I shut the bike off. He's like, Hey Jim, there's your clutch belt nut right there. It fell out in the driveway. I'm like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, like I, that is the proudest moment I've ever had mopeds because I feel I will. I don't think a lot of people, I think anybody on bakers could have maybe with all the trials and tribulations we went through this week, people on variated bikes and bakers could have done that, but like not your average weekly rider. Like, I don't know how I willed that bike into that finish line, but I did. And like, once I saw team meat was there and then once you Roxanne, once you guys came in uh, with Never DNF, like that was so awesome. And whoever wants to tell um, See You Soon's story, please tell that because I heard bits and pieces of it. But like, I want somebody who knows the story better than myself to tell that story. Well, have you have Have you had them on yet? Yeah, I you haven't. Have them on. You should maybe save that story for when you have yeah, them on. Yeah, because it sounds I, like a wild story. I saw okay. them when they were broken down. It I was, got most of the details, but uh, we're I gonna think. save that story. I'm gonna. I'm in theory gonna have. I in theory I'm gonna have uh, Zach from Urban Decay on, and then Sam the next week. I'm gonna have to talk to one of the members of See You Soon to see if they want to come on and tell. That is a story for Baker's dozen legends like that. I yeah. mean, I, I mean, some people talk about the great workshop in Iowa. I don't think this compares to that. Like they had, this, they had a true welding angel descend upon them. Yes. It was absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, looking back a week later, I tell people this is probably the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, since I've got both of you two on and let me turn the camera back on so I can see you beautiful oh, yeah. faces, yeah. Chad. Um, what do you, what are your guys's feeling? Cause you guys have a different take on this. Like I was, I mean, I came home to me. And like, with the place, Jim. 
Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Are you in prison right now? <laughs> God, you're not the only one who said that. Parker has literally said that when I had him on the show. He's like, jail. he's like, he's like, you're in a nice prison motif with the. Gun. That was before I had both the bikes down here. Yeah, you gotta get uh, bars on that window. Doing a dive for peeing in a gas tank. <laughs> um. But uh, uh, our our advice is definitely if you wait, do if you do no, no, bakers, what, what's what's your reflection uh, a week later like what's your feeling about it? I'm so glad we weren't on the same team. Oh yeah, I'm so glad we weren't on the same team. Um, and like, I don't know, I learned a ton. Yeah, I mean it's like this is a crash course. I, and and I learned like a lot of things that I would never fucking forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I am happy to be home. Very happy. <laughs> It's so nice I to have a couch. I will say this, and I've ne- I've always said to people, I'm not a tuner, like, but um, I am such a better moped tuner today than I was when I left. Like, yeah. I under be. I understand so much more about bike, and like, honestly, the things I learned was just listening to Fred, him talking, like being around Fred is just like his little things he would say here and there. And I'm not going to tell anybody him because <laughs> meet Fred for yourself and hang around him. Shout out to Fred. Shout out to Mars. Best Dude, I, in the world. Those guys are, and I got to chit chat with both of you when we're done off the podcast, but um, I have all the respect and admiration for those two. Like they single-handedly, like of my Mopad knowledge, they, enhanced it heavily in just little things they said so i am so grateful for those guys um smart guys uh-huh. also chad burke i we me, yeah. me and kelly and sierra ended up talking a lot to chad burke mm-hmm. um wealth of knowledge there oh, oh yeah. god and i will take this moment to say thank you chad and patrick like those yeah. two <laughs> and myself we had a little bit of a rough beginning in our friendship but and it was just like me sticking my foot in my mouth and those guys not understand my humor and I'll take full responsibility for that. No. Yeah. But like, I will say this over the week of bakers, like we became better friends and like everybody, like that's like cowboy. We were talking like it's a race, but I don't feel it was a race at all. I was competing against myself the entire time. And like, it was a, awesome community event is the way the i looked at thing it we got to moped mm-hmm. college yeah i mean yeah i made two new friends i mean kelly and i were already friends but now we're like you know yeah. and sierra and i like kind of, you know we've we've like known each other for like i don't know a couple months yeah you know but like and now we've like been through the fire together yeah yeah and that's the thing about it. like i don't think anybody left baker's pissed at anybody i don't think so no this year i don't i mean I've heard tales for ourselves. Yeah. 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 We're still married. Yeah. That's because you weren't on the same team. Remember this guy. Yeah. 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 Uh And Roxanne, like I have such respect and admiration for you for going through Yellowstone without GPS, because if it wasn't for your husband, I wouldn't have gone through Yellowstone myself. Like, you... <laughs> uh, like we had a would... really good time riding with you, buddy. Yeah, I would have. Did he, did Cowboy tell you about that at all? Go, me and him going through Yellowstone. No. So I would have to like 
I didn't know about downloading Google Maps and shout out to Chad Burke and Patrick for explaining that to me. But like, I'd be ahead of team meet and they would come to like a, a cross, like a left or right in the road. I wouldn't know where to go. So I'd have to wait for Cowboy <laughs> to catch up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then wow. I'm like, which way do I go? And they're like left. I'm like, okay. And so like a lot of oh, that time, God. like a lot of, uh, once we got past the gate and probably about 30 miles before camp, like Cowboy and I just kind of rode by each other. And those was like, what, there's so many rad experiences. Like I was, I'm so grateful for Baker's and, I'm happy it's over, but I can't wait till next year. Like I'm doing it next year. I mean, shout out to the puddle cutters for throwing one heck of a party. Yeah, when we great got party. There. Oh, thank you guys so much, and like shout for showing you. us around Portland. Some of Mr. us, Kyle. Yes, Grump Kyle. Like it was great meeting you. It was great meeting all the all these guys. Like I had never met Travis. I had on the show once. Like it was great because I've watched his pinball three videos so many times. Like. <laughs> It's, you know, when the community gets to come together, because, you know, how many times have you guys gotten out to West Coast stuff before? That was my first real West Coast moped experience. It's a rarity, but we've been able to, I've been fortunate enough to attend, attend a few over the years. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. love our, we love us in Puddle Cutter. Yeah, dude. They're such great people. Um, great hospitality, even though they had an outdoor shower. <laughs> <laughs> They had all yeah. the amenities. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great time. Um, but yeah, I can't I I didn't know either one of you guys before. Like I've known of Cowboy. I think we, we bumped shoulders. Orleans, like very briefly. It was a bump of shoulder kind of deal, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. Roxanne, like I know you keep popping up on my Facebook suggestions like for about a year, but I didn't know <laughs> you. So I was like, and guess weird. And like I generally don't add people i don't know so like oh. i wasn't gonna randomly add somebody with a shock great photo ps um but yeah i feel like i got to meet so many um more people and got to know people better on bakers and that's what i'm so grateful for it was for me it was a truly life-changing experience and i don't know maybe you guys Feels highly recommend way. it. Do it. Yeah, highly yeah. recommend. Break all your parts if you can afford it, mm-hmm. and and it, all that. It could ruin you. Yeah, max you know, out those I'm, credit cards, folks. Yeah, yeah. Have good credit before because you won't it's, afterwards. Yes, it's a great way to, um, you know, take that dive into financial ruin. Yeah, <laughs> make, make memories that'll last a lifetime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, I will be paying. Like yeah, that was that was rad. Um, I came by, I came home to a nice credit card bill, but you know, <laughs> I can work myself out of stupidity, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, worth oh, every yeah. penny. Uh-huh. Yep, worth every penny. And I will. I hope you guys are able to do it next year. Um, where it goes, we don't know. Uh, I know the joke was thrown out there. We should start at North Platte again and go to the East Coast. Just throw that out there, Maitland. Oh my god, Whoa. no. It can't be any worse, Roxanne. It can't be any worse. Like no, it could be. It's Iowa, Nebraska, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, Ohio. God damn it! You're right. All lovely states. (laughs) Very quality. We don't have to go through Indiana. We could go through. God damn, Um, we're gonna go through Indiana, aren't we? Shit! I shouldn't have suggested this. We have to go through Indiana. It's Crossroads America. 
Uh, great, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> shout out um, to you, Indiana. Shout out to Indiana. Shout out to you, Juggalos out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoop, whoop. Uh, Narps, love you guys. Um, but you jumped in a little later in the podcast. What What are some of your takeaways, Roxanne, from the Baker's Dozen? Like, what... I mean... Just knowing how to figure out what's broken really fast. That's it's, the number one takeaway is mm-hmm. like, we got like, a, you know, like, cause we broke a, we shared a clutch belt. What second day. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it had shared at the end of the first day. And we just had it, you know, it was just one of those things where like, nah, it could be that. Why would it be that? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's sort of like that that never happens that like those sorts of things mm-hmm. um just being able to like listen to the bike and be like well that where's that sound coming from or like you know a lot of shaking because we lost like um we kept losing frame bolts as well oh wow yeah i didn't know that sort of like um i think i think my takeaway is that sword locks i 100 percent am a, a believer in murphy's law <laughs> because yeah. all of it happened every single thing and some of the things that like seemed impossible um you got to know the two-stroke uh can i bag on mlm intakes i don't know Is that yeah bad, bad yeah. uh yeah mlm not so great yeah. on the intakes watch those welds yeah that's uh, uh that's always a suspect thing but like and cowboy not to take away from you at all roxanne wasn't that one of the um theories why your bike was having issues was your guys' no, exhaust was carboned up yeah we used a off-road 800 two-stroke oil that is meant for a much higher flash point and we got like severe carbon buildup because we weren't running it at the right ratio, which just didn't help at all. It made it a lot worse. And then that's what we think happened to our first uh, first cylinder mm-hmm. is that the piston rings gummed up with carbon and just honed the cylinder out, basically. And we were just it was, it was like we were running a really low compression bike the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that like might have clogged part of the side bleed we think we, we've got a boroscope out someone someone <laughs> in portland had a boroscope man which i have a great photo of them showing that to mars and <laughs> you know it looked pretty clean inside actually but Did it? okay maybe around the bend where we couldn't fit the camera it's just caked up so maybe they're gonna yeah. cut it apart we don't know we should have brought another freaking exhaust um i actually and i'm not gonna throwing anybody under the bus because i haven't um magnafluxed it yet i think my first pipe i brought with hairline fractured on the header and i need to bring i that just reminds me i need to throw up my car to bring it to work to magnaflux it to see if there was a crack or if i was just being paranoid after but actually i think i had the wrong pipe on the whole like the first half of baker's because i ended up putting a pipe that's meant to rev out quicker so mm-hmm. like and i think that was a better overall pipe for me so like yeah whatever you know it all works out in the end um so roxanne what are some of your 
highlights though i know you guys struggled and you guys your grit and determination <laughs> is so effing commendable uh highlights would probably be i don't know just like um joking around with sierra in the van kelly doing mouth to mouth on the gas tank that one time <laughs> that was like the best fast fix ever we had like a clogged pet cock and she just grabbed the plastic tubing off and went <laughs> got a bunch of gas in her face <laughs> um uh, i don't know let's see Okay, I'm gonna stop there because because I'm getting a, I got a block, I got a yeah. Block. It well, like I tell people, and Cowboy and I talked a little bit earlier. It is so much to process. Like it's gonna take a lifetime to kind of unpack all these memories. Yeah, but um, have us on again in like a couple of weeks. We'll remember some more stuff. Mm-hmm. But you should definitely talk to um to you soon about that that crazy welder guy because yeah. I'm sounded wild. I'm definitely gonna have to try to get one of them on definitely and I'm actually stalling right now guys because I want to read the final times for Baker's dozen. Ah, so yes. this is the grand oh, of course my internet is being silly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I got it. I no I you can read it cowboy you've got it right i've got it but you read most of them all week anyway so why don't you go ahead and read the final tally let's see here uh final tally oh i haven't saved my photos here we go final tally for the baker's dozen year 2022 of Urban Decay, first place. They got a total time of 41 hours and 50 minutes. Chad Burke claimed second place with 43 hours and 8 minutes. Team Meat Meat. came in third with 44 hours and 26 minutes. Uh, Let's see here. Wild Stallions who was... uh, they get? I think they got DNF. Yep, I that was me and Colby. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, asked yeah, right. Maitland. I still yeah. got fourth place because I just wasn't going to be able to qualify for any of the prizes. In, so in, I time, in time, you got fourth. Yes. Yep. <laughs> 50 sorry, hours sorry, and 17 sorry. minutes. <laughs> Roxanne, do you want to come team, in? and team you, can, you, you can soon. give me crap. I don't care. <laughs> team see you soon. Got... Yeah. Uh, they claim came in fourth place with 57 minutes and 30 seconds and uh, 57 hours and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Team never DNF bringing up the rear with 61 hours, Ooh. 53 minutes. That's and then behind so... them, the other uh, DNF teams were bag of holes with 83 hours and 28 minutes. I'm guessing this is where people got real confused about the 24 This is hour where, time. like, the 24-hour time penalties, mm. if you load your vehicle, if you don't finish a segment, that's where you get, like, a 24-hour time penalty. So, like, what Cowboy just read off, like, all the way down to Never DNF, those are the teams that completed every mile of the race. So, like, even though I screwed up one morning when I was testing, I still completed every single mile of the race. The uh, cold trailers were second to last with 
122 hour uh, hours and two minutes. And Team Hooter, our our lead for the beginning of the race, yeah, bringing up the rear with 123 hours and 55 minutes. Yeah, shout out to those guys for yeah. running an e- a rigid poop frame with that big old seven gallon tank. That was by far I was the most impressed with their build. Yeah, they went very ambitious the riding position. Oh. They had you know crazy welding going on. They had like a cool transmission, mm-hmm. uh, and just like the amount of you know heart and soul they put into that thing to keep her on the road. I was I was really impressed with those guys, and I made a lot of good memories with that team. I loved all the pictures. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, those I are some, love some of our favorite Jordan people. and Vale and yeah. little brother. Oh yeah, those guys are real sweethearts. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, um, I think they finally made it home because they had a good old family trip. Oh, that's nice. They took a little time getting home. Yep. Um, nice, dude. I yeah, Jordan and Val are rad, awesome people. But yeah, dude, um, we got a few things to chit chat after the podcast that we talked about on the show on the Baker. So I want to talk to you about that. Um, this was such a great experience. Um, I'm so happy I got to know, got to know you two better. Um, yeah, yeah and I likewise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on and being a co-host for the week. Um, of course. It was such a pleasure being on the show, man. I'd love to come back and do this again sometime. Oh, we definitely talked about that. Maybe we'll make that happen. Maybe yeah. maybe the Cowboy will be a recurring co-host with guests. Um so yeah yeah dude i can't thank you enough uh as we wrap this up again you and your roxanne always have a place to stay in minnesota if you ever find yourself this way um Uh yep (laughs) i was just i was just letting cowboy know you guys always have a house to stay at in minnesota if you ever want to come out ride mopeds do whatever stay in the moped jail Yes. Mm-hmm. No, no, you, you can have the big bed. Don't worry. You'll, I'll... You got a toilet one? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> don't be don't be letting people know my secrets here on the east side. <laughs> um, I can't thank you guys enough for the experiences I got to have with both of you during the week. Um, and don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Right safe, scumbags. All right. right uh, thanks, Roxanne. Thanks, cowboy. Bye-bye.